from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Welcome to Guys We Fuck. The anti-slut shaming podcast. Yo, you having sex? I'm Christina Hutchinson. I'm Corinne Fisher. And I'm your boyfriend. Bring us your slutty, your horny, and your shame. Hey, you a slut? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about fucking. What up, fuckers? How you doing? Where you been? Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the Anti-Slut Shaming Podcast. I'm Corinne Fisher. I'm Christina Hutchinson. Should oh. we have moved this camera or? No, the camera's fine. Oh. oh, yeah. That's the third one that's not on it. Well, I'm saying like so we could get two shots. Okay. Anyway, that's fine. Um, I was told. Yeah, the, the wide is. shot. The wide is the one. The close up was at a weird well, oh, okay, because I was like, I, I we technically bad. should still have both, but okay, okay, that's for fine. the yeah. We're gonna talk about that later. Um, okay, so guys, if you want a little behind the scenes action, the scenes. you know, uh, if you want to write us an email, you know what you know what time it is. It's sorry about last night show at gmail.com. Today's subject line: to move in or to not move in. That is the question. Probably hey. not. <laughs> <laughs> I like to answer them ahead of the time and then see if I was right. <laughs> hey, Christina and Corinne. So here's the deal. I'm a 26-year-old woman. I've known this guy, 33 years old, for about a year. We actually just started dating three months ago. No. Yeah, don't fucking move in. Uh, now, the backstory is that he got out of a pretty serious five-year-long relationship about six months ago. Oh, my God. So three months into his newfound singledom, you guys started dating. Jesus got it. Christ. After that, he decided to move to a small town not too far from where I live, and he's staying with his mom. He's having a full nervous breakdown. Yes, he is. <laughs> now, here's where it gets tricky. He's really keen on moving in with me at my place, where I live with my brother. Yeah, because he wants to get out of his mom's house. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> the writing's on the wall, girl. You just got to look at it. <laughs> is I'll, it love or is he living with his mom? <laughs> he's probably because he's living with his mom. I'll admit I've been a bit all over the place with my decision on this. Sometimes I've said yes. And then other times I pulled back and said, no, here's the thing. I really think we can make it work living together, but I can't help feeling like it's just too soon. <sighs> 
Houston? That means it fucking is. That's your gut telling you what to do. I also like how she's like, she's like a Carrie Bradshaw. She's like, I just can't help but think it's too soon. It's I like, can't help but look wonder. at a calendar. It's yeah. too soon. We don't have to have feelings. We literally can look at a calendar and go, whoops. You could count the amount of days you've been together in under a minute. You're, you, yes, yeah, stop. I mean, I've, he just got out of a serious long term relationship earlier this year. There we go. One major factor. Okay, putting two and two together, girl. And we've finally been officially, and we've only been officially together for three months. Again, another important thing to consider. There we go. Recently, though, I've finally made up my mind. Everything's recent in your relationship because you've only been together for three months. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I had an honest talk with him and told him that I think we should hold off on moving in together for now, especially seeing that I am already living with my brother. I let him have a room until he gets back on his feet. Um, oh, she, uh, she's your like brother, a homeless shelter for men. Yeah, but guess what? He's very angry with me. Ooh, that's a red flag. And giving me the silent treatment. Ooh, two red flags. And you know what, girl? That's a gift. That's okay? so funny. It's Scroll back gift. to the part where it, she was like, I really think we can make a living together work. <laughs> please know that these red flags are a gift and not a challenge. Yeah. Okay, it's not a fucking challenge. All right. He's accusing me of toying with his feelings and playing mind games. Oh, okay, I love this, that. this guy has the potential to be very emotionally abusive then. Um, I don't, I'm not saying that he is, but I'm saying if he was, I wouldn't be like, what? Um, he's accusing me of toying <laughs> with his feelings and playing mind games because I've been back and forth on the whole idea. I mean, that's what happens when you're trying to make a decision. Correct. The thing is, my mind is set now. I really do believe the waiting before taking such a big step makes more sense. I even suggested that he could find his own place nearby so we could still see each other all the time, but he's not really into that idea, even though he can totally afford it. Okay, this guy sucks. I do not like him. I do I don't not even like think him. he likes you. I think he just wanted to I stay in a place yeah, yeah, yeah. that wasn't his mom's place. He's upset because he was really looking forward to living together. No Is man's that five? excited. No Is man's that excited. Five? Stop. And now things have taken a turn, but come on. Isn't it okay for me to change my mind? Yes. Always. I really appreciate your take on this. Am I being unreasonable here? I'm a little alarmed that you cannot see what red flags are swimming with this guy. What the fuck? You just started dating and he's mad at you for changing your mind, which is something that people do. You were in the middle of making a decision. This guy better be so fucking hot. I don't even care if he's hot, dude. This guy better be so hot. He better eat you out for like eight hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever you like getting done. Fingering. Some people are more finger people. Cleaning. Yeah, he should cook for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jesus Christ. This is insane. This guy... If you were my friend, I would would say something. I would say say something to you and be like, dude, I can't. Get out of this relationship. This guy's having a full breakdown. He needs to mourn the old relationship. He's 33. It's too soon. He's living with his mom. He's immature for 33. All signs point to now. Everything about this is a now. And I'm going to guess, we'll never know, but I'm going to guess that the reason why he's so eager to move in with you so quickly is because... Um, it will make him forget about the yeah. pain that he's experiencing yep. with this breakup. Yeah, he needs a Band-Aid and it's you. Yes. Women are not Don't Band-Aids. Stupid. Women are people. Okay? So we're going to not be a dumb bitch and we're going to walk away and we're going to say sayonara. I cannot re- reinforce the fact enough that you guys need to read back the emails before you press send on them. Write them out. It's cathartic. And then read, read them back <laughs> and pretend you're not you reading your own email and think what I think this person is a dumb bitch. And I got to be honest, you're going to say yes. Almost 99% of the time. And and, and honestly too, 
you're the, I've noticed people are asking the wrong questions. I, I, I would be more concerned yeah. with why, why you didn't like the fact that he's rushing you to make a very important decision and acting like you don't have the right to like, mm-hmm. to, 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 to kind of reason it out out loud with yourself and change your mind. That's crazy. That's I wouldn't, if a friend was like that towards me with a decision, even if it had nothing to do with them, I'd be like, get off my dick, dude. I would also want to know why moving in at this point was even on the table. Like, did he just bring it up out of thin air? Hey, here's a fun idea. Yeah. I need a place to live. Where the fuck did this even come from? Can he afford to live on his own? I don't know. Because the thing is, I'm glad that the the people that are writing in that have a problem that's very, we would consider, we would label it right away, dumb bitch, dumb bitch, dumb bitch. I want you to keep writing in because there's there's still a disconnect happening. But it's not that... Am I being a dumb bitch or not? You know, you know you are. The question is, and what I'd way rather help you figure out is why? Like, what's going on here? What are you not seeing? Like, why are you kind of guarding the truth? Does it relate to a, something in your life that was old, like an old thing? I don't know. It's but so like, funny to be like, it's not whether or not you are stupid. It's like, why, why are, are you stupid? Well, yeah, but that's, <laughs> but to me, I've, I've, you the know. why is always more interesting. Yes. And I've been on the self-help bandwagon for a really long time. And the thing is like, I've danced, I've witnessed myself dance around what the actual issue at, at hand was. And so it's always the why. And it's always, I think that's the safest bet. It's like dive into yourself internally. You know, we get a lot of emails about why is he doing this? Why is he doing this? Why are you taking it? Yeah. I mean, that's why the, the guy winch, uh, break up at, uh, you know, uh, advice of making the list of the reasons why the person's not good for you is so simple yet so genius. And Mm. I even like not in a, in a listicle sort of way, but I uh, use that kind of tactic with myself all the time when I'm missing someone that I shouldn't miss or thinking about something that I shouldn't think about. I literally just sit and then, then go over all the terrible things that that person has done to me, the ways that they, in which they've made me feel that were negative. And I really am able to talk myself out of it like quite, quite easily and be like, can you imagine, I actually think of this, like, 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 can you imagine if someone wrote into the show with all these things Yes, that you would, you would mock them, you would mock them. And then I just mock myself. And then there you go. Healed. Healed, baby. Healed. Um, Guys, come see us live. Okay, we're going to be in Vegas at the end of the month, the end of September. I'm going to be uh, headlining Springville, Utah, October 20th, 21st. Bridgeport, Connecticut, November 2nd through 4th. Chicago, November 10th and 11th. Nashville, one night only, November 12th. Fucking very excited for that. And then Springfield, Missouri, November 16th through the 18th. And uh, as always, I have a Patreon where for five bucks a month, you could sign up and uh, well, actually it might be 10 at this point by the time this is coming out, depending. Well, go on and see. It's patreon.com slash Christina Hutchinson. Uh, I host a Zoom uh, group lamenting session and we post, I post the audio uh, afterwards. So if you can't make it, you can listen to it. It's very interesting and it's really nice to have um, good conversations where people kind of like have, in my experience with these Zooms, they've already done the analysis on themselves and we get to, we get to the, why is this happening? You know, like what is the roots of these things and exploring that? So it's really, it's a really nice place to uh, figure out your shit. And then, of course, you can listen to me on my solo podcast, Without a Country. Uh, It's political. It is social issues. It's a little bit of pop culture. Super fun. And we do some like random interviews. Like we I interviewed this guy who was trying to make math religious, which was fascinating. Uh, I interviewed one of Chris D'Elia's 
survivors, victims, depends on how you want to say it. I mean, I think a lot of times she would say victim. Um, so just some really interesting kind of like uh, off the beaten path interviews on that show as well. You can subscribe on YouTube at Without a Country and make sure to follow Without a Country podcast on Instagram. And then Washington, D.C. I'm stacking up some dates for 2024 right now. That's the first one. I'm headlining D.C. Comedy Loft February 29th through March 2nd. Super excited for that. Always have a great time in D.C. That ticket link is already available at Fisher.com or in the link tree link in my bio on Instagram, which is at philanthropy gal. Make sure you're following us on all on social media. Again, you know, everyone asks, you know, how can we help the podcast? Especially if you're not subscribed to Luminary, like we totally get it. Everyone doesn't have the funds to do that, but a free, incredible way to help is to make sure you're following us all on social media. I'm at Philanthropy Gal. I'm at Christina Hutch. And I'm at Mike Coscarelli. And of course, uh, subscribing to our YouTube page, whether or not that's how you consume the podcast, it's uh, youtube.com slash guys we fucked without the you and fucked. And there's also a clips channel that you will see featured on the main YouTube page. Again, just a quick click and it helps us so much and we appreciate you for doing so. Yeah. How so, you doing? I'm good. Uh, you said you had a little, we, ne- we never got to your, the thing oh, from yeah. the other episode that you were going to share. Yeah, it was just, a, just like a thing that I observed um, with it being so hot out. Um, Is I, that hot enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> one of our those genius words classic um yeah you gotta say youtube.com baby um uh i've noticed that i get really like horny when i wear like slutty clothes and you know the word slutty to me when it applies to something i'm wearing is like ooh, a little bit of cleavage oh i was like, i was impressed that you're, you're that the, i could even see the line in your boobs today yeah I, that never comes out that never makes an appearance i'm getting more comfortable wearing less clothing in public. I don't know why. I still don't know why I wasn't comfortable with it. But like, I'm really leaning in hard. Well, you explained it kind of in the past as like, because you got so much attention from a young age because you developed early. Yeah, yeah. But I, I look at, think about like the more more recent times that I'm like, no. And I'm like, what? when I really interrogated it, I'm or maybe that just that, the effect that that had on me has just disintegrated. Right. And now it's the new, it's the new me. The new you with a little slit. Some titties. A booby. Yeah. There's always a slit between my boobs, but it's just blank space. <laughs> like that look, how much I have, look how much I have would have to push them to even create such a thing. So wait, you can <laughs> you can run. You can do jumping jacks braless and it don't hurt. No, it does. It still hurts. It still hurts. Yes, I absolutely cannot work out without a bra. It's very oh, painful. Oh, okay. No. Oh, okay. Because it's fucking. God, no. I have to hold my boobs when I run and I wear a sports bra. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, no. I can't That's go why to I roll a bra. Gliding, baby. Gliding. I never, the only time I wear a bra these days is when I'm at the gym. There was, um, I noticed too, and I assumed it was because I'm not in my 20s anymore, getting like hit on in public or like just, just hit on by randos walking down the street. It's kind of stopped for a while. And I was like, no, oh, that's interesting. I was just observing it. And I'm like, that's weird because I still feel like sexy and hot. I'm like, I think I look great. Um, and then it just started back up again. And I'm like, literally no idea why. Oh, there's really? Nothing I'm doing, there's nothing different. Interesting. Just, yeah. It's like, like, it's, you know how this thing will happen. Like when one of your ex texts you out of the blue, like three of them do. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's like that. Like when it rains, it pours. I'm like, God damn, I really got my groove back or something. I didn't even think I, I didn't lose it, but like. Yeah, for well, some reason, it's always different. worse. I feel like I mean, I'm like I like I go on my long ass uh, Sunday walks with my dog, and I mean, 
just re- like ridiculous. And I, I'm never wearing makeup during these walks. Uh, so. See, I hate that. I fucking hate that. Cause I'm like, are you, you're joking. Stop. Well, like, stop I did look good though, but my skin's been like very good. And I plus like have mm. put my nose ring back in and then my oh. hair is like really good. So I'm like, I was like, yeah. looking, I'm like, I really don't look cute. honestly need makeup, but yeah, I was like wearing, um, like a, like a, you know, like those onesies that are popular now, but like a, the athletic onesie. So I have like a short, like onesie yeah. that I just, uh, and I was like, I'm just gonna, you know, go around the city and I wasn't doing it to get it. I fucking hate when I get attention. Actually. Um, I just like going around and spending time with my dog and bonding with him. Yeah. But I was like, oh yeah, this is out of, this is out of control. See, I guess, um, I, the, the hitting on that's happening with me is not, uh, annoying. It's re- like this other guy. This oh, I guy, find it all to be annoying. This guy, <laughs> this really cute skateboarder guy yeah. fucking skated up to me and was like, hey, I just think he was from Ireland and he was trying to tell me all about Ireland. Oh, and I was these like, Irish men love you, Christina. You're an Irish magnet. No, <laughs> Good for me though. Irish guys are hot. But, um, and they're so like charming. Um, and he was really cute and he was being very charming. He's trying to tell me about Ireland. I'm like, yeah, I, I was waiting for him to finish so I could say like, yeah, my boyfriend's from Dublin. Um, and he, but like the hitting on that's happening with me is like quality. Mm, that's good. So I'm like, thank God. I'm know? only interested in, in a men under 30 and there, there's a lot of yeah. that in the East village, which is good. And nice. I, but then I, I'm like, how do you even like, they have to approach you though. Cause I'm like, I can't look like a fucking crazy lady right you should just have a t-shirt come that says come over oh and my stand-up i always over, i always laddie. make it very clear that i love younger guys good yeah 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 make Get it, it very there. clear and a lot of times they will come up to me after the show because i said that but i'm like i know i have to really let them know yeah really just everyone walking around the neighborhood looking like they're an extra from euphoria i'm like mm. this is great <laughs> yeah get that those gaunt abs over here yeah oh my god yeah they all look like that guy, the bad the bad boy who also isn't he's not american he's he australian or something bad boy the the bad boy from euphoria the one whose dad is oh, like hot god oh my god that, that guy's, guy's so, so hot. fucking hot it's, it's actually it's unfair i saw a guy who looked just he's, like him on the subway and i i was like i was vip now i very i very very rarely like stare at men and I could not stop looking at this guy. I was Dude. like, this guy is so hot. I don't even care if he sees me staring at him. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. Insane. It's so rare for a woman to have the opportunity oh to be blown away by God. a man's looks. Yeah. And it's, and honestly like New York, it's happened to me more in New York than any other city, but I can count on one fucking hand the amount of times that it's happened. Yeah. It's um, very rare that I'm just like, that I actually can't control it. Yeah. 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 I mean, okay. I could always control it, but that I like not making an effort to control. Right. It. Yes. It's like me with firefighters. Like when, there, when it's a hot one, I fuck. I'll catcall them. I don't give a fuck. I'll <laughs> ask them what they're doing later. Yeah, also, I, I don't even intend to follow up with any of that. I'm just like, it's like I can't. I act like a dude. The firefighters want attention too. They're always hanging out with yeah, their d- with the door open. Oh yeah, just like yeah, yeah, doing yeah. little exercises. One time uh, recently, they just had um a uh, like a a saw an electric saw chainsaw and they were just like, like and they were just like going like this they were just like going like this in front of that firehouse for no Sawing reason nothing. and I was like well because they have to do their little exercises to practice for the fire <laughs> right. that's oh. my favorite part oh yeah they're you always, might as well do them on the fucking curb they're always get... practicing sometimes they take the ladder out and they practice climbing oh, to the roof wow, they're always very great. busy you know that's awesome and, I but, fucking love that yeah and then I also always walk Alfred by but then they also they started this thing where they have a box of milk bones for all the neighborhood dogs oh. And now Alfred acts like a hot girl when he walks by. He's always like, because he'll always like kind of peer in like, am I getting a milk bone or not? And he 
he's on a very strict diet and Sassy I don't even boy. allow him to eat. I would never feed my a milk bone. What is he, a peasant? I would never feel, it's like the <laughs> cheapest dog food, but I, I, I love them so much and it brings the firefighters and Alfred such joy that I let Alfred eat a milk bone from the firefighters. That's very sweet. Even though I feel like, I mean, to me, I, that's the equivalent of like every now and then you let your kid have McDonald's. Sure. That's Alfred's McDonald's is yeah, a yeah, yeah. milk bone. Yeah. What's Ugh. even in that? Come on. Air. <laughs> I, I, I wish it was just air. Swamp. It's probably just like ground up like chicken bones or something. Yeah. Who knows? You, who, I don't know what's in there. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. I, what did I, what did I read on here? Oh, um, I'm excited for summer to be over though. Cause God damn this heat. Oh, um, isn't it awful? It's just, it's hard to breathe. It's hard to breathe. Oh yeah. Well, like that's- it's, when it gets this hot, it, which we've been lucky, but man, when I was in Dallas, Texas, we should, we should, we really got to bust climate deniers to Dallas, Texas, because Jesus Christ, it felt like the wind burned my skin. Uh huh. It was 106 degrees. It was so hot. I was like, it made me angry. Damn. I could have napped for like, Hours and hours and hours after doing a five minute walk outside. It's wild. The wind burning your skin. Well, I was thinking about that. I'm like, there's always a point in the summer and we are at that now where I'm just like, I'm good. I'm yeah. over this. Uh, it's well, August, I'm, one of the worst months, man. I'm just, yeah. I, just sweaty and like just, my skin like and my hair can't get a fuck, catch a fucking break. It's just, it's just, it just go. Okay. We get, we get it. It's hot. I'm too, yeah. it's, it's, it's too much. And uh, then I just start thinking about like, you know, what Lana Del Rey was really onto something with summertime sadness. I'm like, cause overall I've been like very happy, but then I'm like, there is a point in summer where it almost feels like summer and is, and everyone having a good time in summer is like mocking you. And you're like, I get it. You're like, we all love summer so much. And also I just like, I know that like anyone, anytime someone says summer's their favorite season, I'm like, we're not going to get along. Yep. Like we just see things differently. Like, yeah. oh, yesterday uh, I had my first pumpkin spice latte of the season. Which, Already? Uh, yeah. yeah. It's like they, fucking CVS putting out Halloween candy. Yeah, what the no, fuck? Give no. us a second. No, August is Halloween time and I'm all for rushing it because I'm like, I would like that season to last three uh, months. And I fe- they've you know found out how lucrative it is. So they've started mm. doing it. And normally I am very good about like saving it till it's like the, you know, till September. But I was like, no, we're doing it today. Just lean in. And yeah. I did it yesterday and it was great. It's like the most basic bitch thing about me. And I don't care. It is, but it's so delicious. It's fucking. Who that, doesn't like a pumpkin spice it latte? So good. Yeah, and you're insane if you. It I get. I get so making good. fun of liking it for sure. Hundred so percent. I'm right there with you as I'm in line for it. But you can't. So eat, you can't drink that shit and tell me it doesn't taste like liquid gold. Oh my it tastes god. Tastes like an orgasm in your mouth. It's fucking great. It's really good. Hopped around drinking. It's it, it drinking a pumpkin spice latte in nice. shorts. Great. Nice. Incredible. Nice. Incredible. Michael, how, how are we dating these days? Uh. I have I have a little thing that's happening, but it's not okay. uh, trying to not get too ahead of myself. Okay. Wise. Trying um, not to get too excited about it. Yeah, I have told Corinne about it, but it's that's uh, good. Yeah, she's nice. She's older than I am. One of the first times I've I've kind of experimented with somebody. I thought you had. Older. Oh, well, to date. I, to I date, know you've had yeah. relations with. Yes, I've. Wait, I've how many years older, older? Not much older. Like, I think she's only like a year older. Oh, oh she's, yeah, Jesus you know, it's, it is different. Usually she's a geriatric. I, no, I didn't say that. I, I feel like one to two years just, is like it basically like not a difference. It's, yeah, it's I wouldn't not, even say older. I would just yeah. say it's different than what I've used, what I've typically dated. Usually yeah, the, it's the substantially range, younger, not substantially younger. I mean, the, so the, much younger. The range is like usually 28. Uh, 27, maybe 27 to like around my age. So right, yeah, right, like, right, right. Yeah, that's it's not fair. that crazy. But um, yeah, but we'll see what happens. It's still very, we're not like, we're definitely not official and we're not like, 
we've just been hanging out. It feels cool. Cool. Feel each other out. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Nice. I, it's going in a good direction, but it's not like right. So I not, haven't heard any frantic like. Yeah, I haven't got received any frantic calls, so I like that. I, I really am a little too busy to like date. Ooh, that's the attitude. Ooh, I'm getting you know? horny. That's the, that's the attitude that the ladies <laughs> like. It's just like starting a business is is a nightmare. Keep uh, talking. If I would have known that it was going to be this much work and this stressful in January when I started my venture, I would, probably wouldn't have done it. Hey, it's, it's like Beyonce with Coachella. Yeah. It's, it's, she's like, I'll never do that again. It's so it's a lot of work. And well, I, we, we talk about it all the time that we that, like we're running, running your own business is the worst thing you can do yourself. You will be your meanest boss. Yes. Of course. Yeah. It's brutal. And there's always something that you could be doing at yes. all times. At all yeah. times. And then there's so. all, even just like you're, you're sitting around like, like if it's not worth, we're not recording this, if I'm recording somebody else, I get a text that something else isn't done. Yeah. Like you're just constantly, uh, trying to put out fires at all hours of the day. And I would, I will say that so far with the, so I haven't been dating in terms of like going out with a bunch of different people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's also the weird thing about starting to, to kind of like somebody you're, you're in this position where like, I haven't been in a relationship in so long, you kind of have to, like, I'm in the process of reprogramming in my usual instincts priorities. Like, yeah. Like if, if I have any downtime, a lot of times I, it's just like a knee jerk reaction sometimes to pick up the phone and check hinge. Totally. And totally. Like, totally. I'm not actively on hinge looking to meet anybody else. It, it's just kind of like this thing that I have to stop myself from doing. Cause I've done it for two and a half, almost three years now, you know? Yeah. So it's this weird transition period where it's like, like I, I don't have a girlfriend yet, but I'm not like, it's not like I wouldn't, if the situation was right, like potentially still hook up with somebody because we're not quite there yet. And I don't want to get too ahead of myself. I hope she's listening to this. Me too. I, I, I'm talking, but by the time she hears this, it'll also be weeks from, <laughs> from when we recorded it. But Hot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. this weird thing. You're like reshifting your... Something I saved. Um, uh, I have like guys who fucked intro topics sure. uh, mm-hmm. in my Instagram. And uh, w- this this quote was really interesting. Um, it's it's not nothing profound. It's very simplistic, but it lends itself to what you're talking about. Mike. in a relationship, you can't just do what you want. You always have to think about the other person. And that's what people don't understand. Oh, I understand it. That's why I try to stay out of them. Right, right, right. And there is <laughs> I like understand a, it all too well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there is like a... a, a there t- To shift your priority. Because I remember... Mike like you were very like you really took dating seriously yeah and then after you your business like having your own business that you're excited about like regardless of how stressful it is and like mind-numbing at times you know that's that's where you're putting your energy yeah um, well, and it's the weird thing in now is like like I get so stressed out during the week that there are times where on the weekend that there's still part of my brain that's like all right it's bender time like it's time to like go out yeah yeah meet a girl get drinks like yeah like have a crazy weekend or whatever because it's like those nights those finance guys this is the perfect example those Uh, dudes push it to the limit during the week and then they're just like they lose it and then mikey comes in and sweeps up the lady no it's just kind of it's just this thing where it's like i'm reprogramming like how i do because the 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 we've the You're working person, harder and you're playing harder. I'm working harder and I'm playing harder. But I also you're am in a, a phase of my life where like the times that I have hung out with this person, we've kind of gone back and forth with like going out to dinner and like hanging out on the couch. Yeah. And and like we're finding that balance, I think, already. And the times that like I get to hang out with her on a Tuesday or something when there's when I, I'm like, all right, I have I have four hours tonight but where I don't have to like record or edit or anything like let's hang out. Let's watch a movie. It feels really good. So yeah, yeah. I'm trying to embrace the fact, and I do think that this person is into me. 
Which is a newer I, well, thing. I would. What? No. Well, we've talked about this before. I t- you kind of like always date unavailable a women. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, there's oh, part that of doesn't that's mean they don't like that. you though. No, but right. unavailable means a lot of things. They don't see like a whole future with yeah, you. Perhaps right. they're not in. So I think I'm just trying to let myself, um, like, I'm trying to give in to the ease of that of some like like I, of not this, having to stress about someone. Yeah, of just like like somebody that that feel that is like kind of letting it be known that she's into me. Uh, and Fascinating. I yeah. think that there's like something that's really nice about it. That, that now there's like a connection with somebody that this like is hilarious. Asks me about my Mikey. day. Oh yeah. my god! I will like, never understand. Uh, I know it is so common, and so many people write us in. But I, it is so, you guys, it is so hard for me to grasp the interest in someone not interested okay, in so you. I'll explain. I will never get over this. I, I will tell but you. I, mean, I, mean, I it's understand just not something that you would you would be uh, ignited by. But for some people, it's fuel. It's weird because it's a chance to prove that you are worth love. No, no, no. I conceptually understand why people are doing it. I, I just, it still just doesn't. I go, why would we do this to her? It's, it feels so self-destructive. Oh, of course it, feels it is. So yeah, very, wild. very it, like, self-destructive. It feels wildly self-destructive to a point where like, I, wow, God yeah. damn. And like everything that you're like, all, all the bonding that's happening allegedly in that type of relationship is fake. Like it's not actually, it's like all in your head. It's wild. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. But man, it's a weird, I don't want to say motivator. That's not the right word. But like, (laughs) I have gotten so into men who were not into me in the past that like, and I think back, I'm like, what the fuck? Because when they don't like you, you, and then they they kind of give you enough. You feel like you've it's been bread. chosen. Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. The, the breadcrumbing, the, the yes. breadcrumbing. But, yes. but, there, but you, the, another addicting. option is someone who chose you outright without like, you begging for it. That's not as fun. That's like no, it's actually more fun. I assure you. Well, right, because it's a it's like it's a healthy bond. Because you don't you don't feel you don't feel like you had to convince someone they just liked you the whole time. Well, and uh, yeah, and I think somebody who's constantly going after unavailability is is just you, they you your notion your like ground zero level of how to be is too much. It's too much work. It's too much uh, grinding of the gears. That but it's right. like it's what you accept as the level zero, whereas the actual level zero is just calm and reciprocated Mm -hmm. and we go at whatever pace we're going to go at and there's no clinging and there's no because like even if you convince some even if i was like for instance like even if i like took to uh, did the undertaking of trying to get someone to like me Mm -hmm. and i ultimately got them to like me how how do you not constantly think wow i had to do so much work to get this person to like me why are why what was what what was so special about them that i had to earn their See, that's love the reasoning in such that, a way that's the reasoning that doesn't go through your head that should huh? that's not even a thought like like the time i'm thinking of the times that i've gone after somebody who wasn't available it what i didn't ask myself that question which is why i kept doing it oh yeah cuz I, I would just then i would just honestly be like pissed <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always, even if uh, I even if I like was able to achieve it, I would just be like, "The fuck did I do that yeah, for?" Why was all that all that work? Fuck for this what? person. Who the fuck is this person? Yeah, I feel like as a guy, though, in my personal experience and my perspective, I think that that's like a common thing. I think you're constantly, for men to do that, or yeah, for women to for do men, that. I think you're constantly like baiting the hook. And I think that like men it's are- It's part of the dance of courting for sure or just, like flirting. Sometimes. I've never had, I, anytime a man has done, that has tried so hard to get me to like him, I lose respect for him immediately. Anytime it's mm-hmm. actually worked, it's been like pretty equal yeah. feeling for, for one another. Well, yeah, I guess maybe that's the key. I mean, obviously all the situations that Equality. I'm talking about, they haven't 
right. nothing's worked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I maybe you're right, but there's not any of the instances where it's yeah where it's worked and it was never one person way more than the other person. Mm. I mean, I think there was times when like it seesawed a, a, a little bit. I think it's like very hard for it to always be exactly even that's like almost impossible. There will yeah. always be phases where one person likes the other person a little bit more, but it was never like any of the ones that worked was never like wildly off center mm. like that. Yeah. Cause I would just, I mean, I would either, I would either be annoyed by the person trying too hard yes. or I would be like, the fuck am I? Like I would, the other one instance just would never happen to be honest. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, man. Very fascinating people, by this. People get up, get absorbed in their own mind. Well, I'm Your excited mind is to like try something sh- new. I'm That's excited great. for you. <laughs> yeah, me too. You deserve it, Mikey. It, and I hope it feels good. It does. I'm glad it, it feels good because you said it like does feel good. I'm like, that's awesome. I think that's a really healthy sign. I'm trying. As long like as it, a, yeah, I just worry that it just feels boring. You know, that's like that. Right. That I think is the thing that you have to worry about. Yeah. That, yeah. that like if you start sensing that it feels boring. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to be cognizant of it. And again, I'm not trying to get too far ahead of myself. Like we're I think the end of the summer is a busy time to kind of meet somebody, mm. um, even though we're like like cuffing season comes up quick. Yeah. But I think cuffing that season. it's just, yeah. Cause like everybody for the, for like all of August, it seems like everybody's like out of town on the weekends, like, like kind of like getting the last breath of summer and then September hits. And then people are, I think are like more, so I told you at the beginning of the summer, I thought this year that like, um, the apps were going to be like, like everybody's single, everybody's out, whatever. I don't think anybody is even really just like, like this was the first summer that I lived in the city where it just felt like nobody was here. Everybody mm. was constantly either on trips or in the Hamptons or at the shore or something. And um, it's just weird. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm in my 30s now. People are getting older. But I just thought that based off of last summer and the summer before, I was like, summer's going to be popping. Like, there's yeah. going to be people that are just like. Open for business. Yeah. And it just like wasn't the case. So um, I don't know. It's just a weird thing. I'm, I'm trying to just like like keep it at a good pace and take it slow enough where it's like, you know, we've been seeing each other for I guess it's almost a month now. So, but you know, you're feeling it out once a week, maybe like here and there. So it's yeah. not like we're, we're not like, it's not too intense yet, but I, I, I do dig her and, and oh. hopefully this will be like something. What That's are you nice that you said dig. It just made me laugh. I'm an old man. But <laughs> ah, I, said I do dig her. I dig her. <laughs> She's radical. Let's see what's up. Oh my God. You know who else we dig? Our freaking guest. Yeah, what a beautiful that was so smooth she's a <laughs> she's a legendary uh she's a legend in the adult entertainment industry as a performer as a director as a writer she founded the website burningangel.com and she's the host of the new podcast just the tips ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the show joanna angel <laughs>
are here with the legend herself, Joanna Angel. So happy to have you. I've been wanting to have you on Guys Who Fucked for all minute. Oh, so exciting. Well, Welcome. it's good to be here. Yeah. It's good to be here. Yeah. You were saying um, you, you, you enjoy talking about things that aren't sex. So like, what else? What do you enjoy talking about? Everyone's going to just turn off the episode nah, now. Fuck it. No, they need to get the, <laughs> to know the whole Look, of you. And then that, that, and, that'll be even hotter. And as a tease for everybody listening and watching now, I do have some very specific questions for me yeah, we that can I talk want about answered sex. about and giant dicks. I love talking about sex. You know, I'll be honest. I do like talking about sex. I mean, I like talking about food. Yeah. Um, I'm a marathon runner now. I like talking oh, about wow. running. Um, I actually, you know, sometimes I just like... Uh, listening to other, I like hearing yeah. other people's stories, yeah. you know, um, different people's professions, you know, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's boring. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you just you know, want to exit sometimes your own you wanna, world. Yeah. Like, like now um, living back in New York city for the first time in like, you know, 12, 13 years or something, oh, I felt like living in LA, Everybody was talking about entertainment, yes, or like correct. you know, and like different ways to make the it, Uber different driver, ways to be famous, different ways. This it's actually really great to be in a city where so many anyone who's like very successful here, or just anyone in general, like make a living, yeah, <laughs> doing things that aren't entertainment, entertainment. You know, like so. It's sometimes it's really exciting for me to hear about like the most mundane jobs totally. you know totally <laughs> well also too like everything in moderation right so it's like uh like we're comics for a living and it's like i mean i can't really get tired of laughter but i was right? gonna say like do you get Look. tired of sex like does sex lose its luster because you're talking about it you've been doing it for a lot you know are you just like ah, can we just cuddle um <laughs> look i love talking about sex and um i love having sex uh do you ever not love um, having but, sex? Like, does your libido ever? I will say sometimes I get uh, bored of talking about um, porn. You yeah. Know? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Or like more like, um, uh, I think because um, it's almost like I, I, I imagine if you were just like, like, I mean, I imagine you guys are pretty like established comics. You know, mm-hmm. you've reached a certain level. Like imagine if like, you were having a conversation for with like a brand new comic who was just like really like had stars in their eyes and like they're just like go 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 and they have all these plans and of course they want to talk about like and then I'm going to do this and then I want to do this and then I want to do this and like can you give me an advice and like I wanted to you know like sometimes it's like it, it's uh, that energy is draining a little bit draining and also having you know? the same type of conversation yeah. over and over and over again like that pisses me off even though it's not the person's fault talking to me because of course they're going to be experiencing totally. these desires but it's like they have every right to want to talk about them. yeah I've retired <laughs> like, from giving you advice on this it's like they're this. coming into the party and I'm leaving the party mm, totally, <laughs> like, totally. Like, I'm on my way <laughs> well because you need to be interested in the conversations yeah. that you're having I'm, I hope that doesn't like offend anybody no I, love, I, I feel that I'm way I'm excited when anyone you know like I I love everyone. And, you know, I'm happy to always, you know, try to give advice to people and, you know, and whatever. Sometimes now, especially I, things are so different from when I was, um, a newbie in the industry, you know, when people ask me for advice, I'm like, I'm like, you guys know more than me. I'm asking advice from right. them. You know, like the platforms have changed. That's very similar so to podcasting. Podcasting like, similar. Yeah, it's a completely different template now. Like it's we. we I'm like we can tell you what we did, but it's not going right. to be. It's so di- the same I mean, as it was ten years ago. I think podcasts completely changed just in the past six months or so. Right. 
It, it, it's mean, changed a lot because technology keeps advancing. They're key, they're, it's like, basically, it's just like everyone has to be doing more work and making more content yes. for yes. less money. It's, it's fucking yeah. exhausting. Yeah. That's it's the exhausting. name of the game, you know? We so how be, has porn yeah. changed, though, over oh, the, like, since, I mean, since you've started? I mean, porn is, I feel like I've lived like a hundred lives right. in the porn industry, you know? Um, it's almost like I went to, like, elementary school and then high school and college and then post like it's like yeah but in you porn, were different each each phase and the industry was different each yeah phase. i feel like i really kind of entered the industry at a time where there were just so many changes every couple years mm-hmm. you know um i don't know so it's really hard to summarize like like one thing and how much it's changed you know but i i kind of came into porn when <sighs> it was like sort of the beginning of pay sites mm. Um, and there, I kind of came in when DVDs were still a thing, they were on the decline, but like, I felt like when I came in, people talked about DVDs being on the decline, but then a few years later, people were glorifying that heyday of the DVDs from a few years back. Like it took, I think it went like the DVDs were here and then they went here. That's and when yeah. I came in and then they went here I and everybody to... was like, remember when they were here? You know what I mean? Right. So I came in like kind of on the decline, but I still got to experience that last heyday of dvds i guess you know um, oh i loved i in college i loved porn dvds my my yeah. boyfriend's uh friend owned a, a porn shop so i had so i got so many dvds yeah the covers are always golden great i know so i know fun. yeah the the tangible i think i got to experience the end of of the tangible the product era. yeah i don't even and know like, where you get a dvd player nowadays i know right? ebay ebay yeah can you, i think you can play this, am I going to sound old saying that? Like you can play a DVD on on mostly game consoles, or did that end too? No, I don't. You can still do that. You can yeah. still do that. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, and then you can also like obviously like attach an external like uh, DVD player to your computer to your laptop. Right. Yeah. I think that the the death of DVDs is when the the Mac came out. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't have a a disc drive anymore. Right. And, and you actually, had I remember that. Um, because I had gotten gotten a new laptop at some point and like I would have to, you know, do like a quick watch of my own DVDs before I like approve them from the DVD, like mastering, you know, they give right. you like, make sure, click on everything, make sure it works, make sure, you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. the actual DVD Like mastering. the menu. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like they would give me this, like, I forgot what it was even called. They would give me like a, I don't know. I can't remember what it was called, yeah. but they would give me this right. like master something or other right, 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 that right. I would have to physically go and pick up from the, the from DVD the, version of a galley, whatever that is. Yeah. Like in yes. the book world, it's a galley. So whatever yeah. the DVD galley is. Right. Yeah. Like where you're not, it's not like Before creative change. Exactly. It was a draft. Exactly. It was a draft. I would have to do that. And then like, I remember I got a new laptop and I'm like, oh no. Like, so I would have to like use my old laptop to like. <laughs> do you watch porn? Do I watch porn? Like to get off. Like, like to get off. Not just to like, oh, what's everybody doing kind of thing. Or like, I got to see what my industry's putting out. But like to get horny. Like. Rarely. Okay. Rarely. Yeah. What it's you- hard for me to sure. look at it and not be like, oh, I should do that next time. To- or, oh, I, wow. I'm like that like, with stand up specials. Yeah. I can't right? watch a stand up yeah. special before and I go to like, bed because oh, I'll keep be thinking hard. of notes and I'll keep thinking. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So I imagine with porn, yeah, that How, makes total sense. I don't, you know, I, I, we came from the, 
I don't, how old are you? I'm 35. You okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm 42. So that like porn was very, very not like, uh, marketed to women, um, or just accessible really, you know, there was, when I was 18, 19, you know, like any porn that I saw was because like I was at a guy's house or something, mm, you know, yeah. and they had the porn and I would be like into it. But I, I think, cause I, I didn't, I think if, if like maybe back in the day, I, cause I've talked to other girls in the industry about this too. Like the, the younger generation, they actually like some of their first masturbation experiences were to porn. Yeah. Mine wasn't. Mine were girls gone wild commercials. Yeah. They oh were my God. That's, I was yeah. going to say the Mine only too. porn I saw <laughs> was girls gone wild. Yeah. I don't know why, Wait, but I was like fucking Would you 13. masturbate to that? Yeah. Really? But just the commercial. Cause I, I was like, Ooh, scandalous. I remember walking into, uh, I lived in a house with a whole bunch of guys and I remember like walking into, um, uh, I don't know, somebody's room. I came home from class and I was like, Hey guys, you know, my room. <laughs> what you doing? What does everybody do? It's Where are you at? Everyone? <laughs> they even want to get something to eat. And like everyone, it was in one, the one guy's room, you know, the one guy that like was like a baller and he had a bigger bedroom mm -hmm. than everybody else. Right. You know, he paid like slightly more rent. Yeah. You yep. know, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a DVD player. Yeah. And, and a DVD than a collection. Bed. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and I opened the door and everyone in the house was like watching a copy of Girls Gone Wild. And were so they jerking off they or were they just like jerking off? They were were they hard <sighs> or did you not? You look? know, no, they, uh, they that's were where not, my eyes would have gone. They first. were just yeah, they were just watching it. I mean, together, together, all Beautiful. together. Yeah, right. Aww. And I remember I watched it for like a few minutes, probably like one minute. And I was like. I don't like this well, because yeah. it was very like, mm. I'm like, this feels like a whole bunch of guys grabbing girls. It does. It, there's that a, don't looking back grabbed. when I first saw <laughs> this commercial, accurate read. I was and very like, young years later. It is fucked up. No, I look back and I'm like, years later. And actually that's exactly what it was. They're coerced <laughs> or they were just so drunk that, you know, yeah. like whatever. Didn't know they were going on video, you know, it was right. Lifting time, your yeah. top on camera seems like a good idea in the nighttime. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I but think I, now they did, probably did not sign any waivers. No, no, I don't think any of I mean, I think that was why it stopped being distributed. Years That's later, right. I don't yeah. want to stay society. You know, yeah, I, I don't want to say facts. You know, I don't want to speak for exactly. But yeah, I think that was a, an issue. Mm. <laughs> Down the line. Right. You can't film drunk people. No, 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 no. <laughs> Naked. You well, and I guess you know, even if they did yeah. sign off, if they're drunk, that does that's not like a binding contract. That right. Yeah, 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 yeah. sign yeah, when yeah. they're drunk. Yeah, when they're drunk. Like it, so you know, all, uh, But anyway. Overall, the business overall, model is not fine. great. Yeah, but I do remember seeing that and I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. This is like weird, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I do remember like, like seeing like, like my uncle had like, like, issues of like penthouse you mm -hmm. know like when i would like stay there i would just like look at them yeah like, really masturbating i don't i was kind of like were you just, masturbating to them or are you just looking at i was them like going, looking the at them this? and then i i would think i would like think about them later okay did, i was gonna ask you, were you know, always like a like, horny person um okay so i definitely was always a horny person but it's like growing up in the era we did like I wasn't like sure what to do about it right. you know this was like way before people talked about masturbating even in college like sure. me and my friends you know like we didn't really talk about that stuff like right. it was like we didn't it was hard to really like get information you know mm -hmm. um 
Yeah, you're on your own. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't like talk to my parents about sex or anything like that. You know, you kind of just had to like get, figure out what to do when you could do it, you yeah. know? So yeah. what yeah. was the view in your household about sex? If there, was there just no conversation uh, uh, about it or? Okay, well, so my mom is um, Israeli, you mm-hmm. know, um, she didn't, she, she didn't speak she spoke like broken English, sure, you know okay. what I mean? And so she was kind of like, you know, um, it wasn't like, don't have sex. It was just more like, let's just avoid the topic. I you don't know want what to I talk mean? about this. Sure. So I'm not going to talk about sure. this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It wasn't like, uh, I, I, you know, I definitely talked to, I think that there's a difference between like Judaism and like, you know, Christianity or Catholicism. Like, they, you know, they grow up like scared, right. You know, of sex or like, yeah, yeah, it's a sin, but that also makes them like more excited about it too. I think. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, all the girls that went to Catholic school, they were like, you know, they, they seem to know everything about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, it was just more of like a thing that just wasn't talked about. I mean, I'm the oldest in the family. And, um, so my parents, I, were still like on the, um, you know, a trial round with me, you know, they didn't have like, I think by the, the time my youngest sister were born and sometimes we will talk about it. Like they, They've they had, they out, had more yeah. of a plan, but when she was born, also my mom had just moved to America mm, when, okay. when I was born, you know, so she's figuring out the country and the language. My dad was at work all the time, you mm-hmm. know, the very boomer yeah. dream. He just bought a house, like trying to make, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, sure. So, so it's almost just like teaching me about sex was just like not on anybody's like list of priorities. You know, all I knew is, of course, my mom was, you know, like save it for marriage. That was her, you know. Right. Um, what would you say was your most um, potent sex education? Just okay. doing it, getting on that D? What was my most potent sex education? Because like um, I think of the times I've had sex the first couple times. I'm like, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And I no would say like, idea. I can't. Yeah. Usually like, like no I had a boyfriend clue. that knew what he was doing and would tell me how to do it. And I'm like, oh, and I would say that would be my sex, my personal right. sex education. Yeah. I think the first <laughs> the first time I really was like, oh, I want to like have sex was <laughs> watching Molly Crew videos. <laughs> Molly Crew? <laughs> Growing yeah, up. That. Yeah, I could see that. Up, yeah. They yeah. were hot. Oh, they were so hot. And they yeah. sexualized themselves in a totally. way that was nice. Totally, and MTV nice. was very slutty back then. Yeah. You know? Like, it was awesome, they were, you know? And yeah. I would I re- actually remember, wow, this is funny talking about, going way back, you know? I had um a babysitter sometimes, and she would always, like, put on MTV, nice. you know? Um, <laughs> funny. Also, she was dating a guy in a hair metal band, and sometimes she would take me... Um, <gasps> To drive past his house. Yes. Um, yes, I love to see this. If another to get girl finger was there. Yeah. Oh, to see, yeah. to see if another girl was there. And one time there was. Yeah. So I learned at a young age that guys in bands were bad news. What did she do when um, there was a girl? There? You know, I had to wait in the car. Oh my um, God. Yeah. What yeah. drama you got to witness. I know, right? It's very exciting. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> Adults are weird. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. But, but I remember seeing a Motley Crue music video. It was like one of those music videos of like the live shows. I think it was, yeah. Oh, it was Home Sweet Home, actually. And I remember um, there was a girl in the crowd, you know, that lifted her shirt up. You know, mm-hmm. she was on somebody's like shoulders and she yeah. lifted her shirt up. And then, you know, there was like the, you know, whatever, the the blurs yeah. on her boobs. And I just remember asking, <laughs> I was like, why? <laughs> why is that girl? 
why is that girl like showing the guy in the band her boobs? Like I, right. You were so it. clueless. We right. were younger people know everything now. I know, they would know everything. They would know why they would know how to get backstage. They right. know how to slide into someone's, you know, yeah. and I was like, why is she doing that? And my babysitter was like, because she wants to have sex with him. And I was <laughs> nice. like, straight up. Answer. That is a good idea. I want to have sex with men on stage that look like women. That was your pre-origin story. That was my, yeah, that's what my, what do you call it? My pre-villain story. <laughs> it's like, that was a really good idea. I'm going to do that. Few, when I grow up. Few men. Few men. So I don't know how, but I'm going to figure you, it you out. I was out. inspired. Where there's a will, so. there's a way. Did you ever thank this babysitter? Well, you know, I, I should have. Yeah. Yeah. I never, you know, we lost touch after I didn't need a babysitter. Anymore. Right. That makes sense. And I don't know where she is right now, that's but you healthy. know, I hope, I hope that, um, Hope that everything worked Men out. Men in the 80s <laughs> were really good at sexualizing themselves. And I'm like, where did that go? Well, um, yeah. That, the, I see in porn, honestly. Changed. I, when, I, well, when hair metal porn, went out of style, mm, then true. like grunge came into style. So oh, it almost right. became cool to be like ugly and like right. sad. Tiny. You know what I mean? Even though they weren't ugly, even though like Kurt right. Cobain, Kurt Cobain was, was like the hottest gorgeous. guy ever. But like yeah. he purposefully was like trying not to be hot and Baggy talking clothes. about being sad instead of talking about, you know, sitting in a hot tub with 12 groupies. And, you know, yeah. it was a different, different era, you know, and things just kind of went in a different um direction i guess when you did know? you discover you <laughs> wanted to fuck for a living i mean that was way later <laughs> yeah because like i i always you know yeah. uh, i i think it's so funny like porn stars musicians and comedians all get along very well yes. kind of famously yes. but it's so it's so interesting to be in the presence of like a famous musician and have them go i can't believe you do stand up that's so vulnerable and then the stand-up is like i can't believe you whatever to me singing is so vulnerable but what's more vulnerable than that is fucking like in front you of think people. So? It's so funny. It's so because vulnerable to me. It seems so like, I mean, I've been doing it for so long and it just, I, I mean. Like to get that comfortable fucking, I'm like, that sounds that's fun. So it's so weird you would say that. Yeah, know? really? I'm just like, it feels yeah, so to me, to you, I'm yeah. like, you know. What feels vulnerable to you? I mean, I, it, I mean, it, it doesn't, it never felt vulnerable, like fucking on camera. You know, I guess ever yeah. since the first time I did it, like it felt freeing you know oh nice i think i actually coming to think of it now like i think i felt vulnerable fucking off camera mm, but not on camera because it's like off camera you've got to think of all these things oh does this person like me you know should i do this should uh, i do this you know like oh am i i don't know because i don't because men make women insecure i don't know <laughs> because in general you know like that's an interesting take though just right? to be like it is be like i'm not uh, it's easy to fuck on camera because it doesn't matter if this guy likes me i'm gonna get yeah. my paycheck i will no say matter what i i, yeah, I or I, just I, all that pre you know all yeah. that goes out the window right you know what i mean and work. like i don't know you i you feel I've, I've always look, it, it's different for everyone. And I know, I don't think porn is for everyone, but the, ever since the first time I was naked on camera, I felt very confident, very beautiful, mm -hmm. very like, like not scared and insecure anymore. And I, and I felt like that was kind of how I always felt when I, you know, when I had sex before porn, just like, because like I said, I didn't come into it with a lot of knowledge. You know, sure. it's almost like I was always learning something from the, person I was having sex with, but I mm. didn't really want to tell, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, 
I don't know. Well, I, I, I had sex with a male sex worker one time and it was the most freeing experience. I've, I'm oh, like, yeah. wait, this is weird. And I always thought, I'm like, if they made a male sex doll that wasn't expensive and I could like, you know, hide it, <laughs> I, mean, um, I would <laughs> totally fuck it. Because right, you yeah. don't, you don't, the, it really ruins your ability to like have an orgasm, to have fun and to be in the moment when you're thinking like, what is this person thinking of me? Like, that's just the least horniest thought right. in the world. Or sometimes, I mean, sometimes say, you know, you're drunk and you just met the person or uh, yeah. I don't know, or like, <laughs> there's so many different situations, you know, where two people wind up having sex, you know, or, or you're like dating someone and the. And the fire is gone or you're, I don't know, you know, yeah, like for sure. I think there were just so many like questions and complicated things. Um, and, you know, and sometimes it just wasn't, you know, that good, but like just fucking on camera. It's like, do you have two people there to just have awesome sex? Like, that's what you have to do. You right. know, um, you're on a mission. Yeah. There's one clear goal. There's one clear goal. You're yeah. both there for the same reason. And everyone's and like, like on board. Supportive. Yeah. 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 You got your comrades there. You know, right, yeah. Nice. I mean, every that's the goal of the day to yeah. have hot sex. Everybody's there for that reason. You know, um, yeah, you remember your first scene. Oh yeah. What yeah, was, what course. was your first scene? Well, I mean, my, uh, my porn career was, you know, different than a, a lot of other people's um, because I, I had my own um, company, right. you know? So my first scene was also was like for my own company. Um, oh, nice. And it was actually the guy in the scene. It was also his first scene Aww. too. Well, almost um, romantic. Which, yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we always, you know, we'll call each other like porn, you know, brother and sister Aww. kind of. Did you, you know, hang forever. out before? Uh, yeah. Before I mean, this, got on set? Somebody, this is like so long ago. Um, yeah, I mean, this was like, I remember Burning Angel when it first uh, launched, it was just photos. Um, and then, which is so crazy to think that when I had a couple naked pictures on the internet, like everybody was like, oh my God, so you're, scandalous. In, you're in porn, you know, which is so crazy that like, yeah. like now that's so normal. Like who doesn't have right. naked photos, in the, you know, like it's right. just like the most. Part um, for the course. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, then a few years later it was like, oh, we should make our first DVD. Mm -hmm. And, and then I was like looking for the right guy to be in the DVD. I don't, I, it's so, it's so ridiculous that this is how it happened. Like, I just didn't know anything about the porn industry, mm -hmm. like at all. Yeah. I didn't know there was like this whole industry on the other side of the, cause I was in New York sure. at the time. I didn't know there was a whole industry on the other side of the country where there's just like a whole bunch of people doing this every single day. And yeah, I, anyway, yeah. I was like, who's the guy going to be? And he was, he was a, a friend of a friend. Um, I wound up, I actually wound up filming a few things that we never used because they were just like guys I was hooking up with and they were like drunk and, oh. and couldn't really do it. Or like, I think I'd be like, Hey, let's film us having sex. And then like, they'd be like, yeah, sure. And then they'd show up and they see there's like a camera guy there and stuff. And they're like, wait, I thought this was just like something. Oh, like for, a personal film. <laughs> yeah. This is something just for us, you know? And I'm like, oh yeah, no. I, like, I don't think they realized how serious it I is was hilarious about here. it. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I mean, this is like so long ago and it's yeah. crazy to think of how little I knew and how to actually make a movie. Um, but, uh, but yeah, but then yeah. I, yeah, I wound up meeting someone who was a friend of a friend and he wasn't some guy I was having sex with and he was like serious about it. And so I think we were both like let's do something awesome that's you know? so fun yeah and, and we did well as you time. got into porn and doing scenes mm -hmm. was your so you have your professional sex life and your personal sex life were those just kind of riding <sighs> parallel to each other yeah. or did you 
the, the personal sex have to pause? Like, yeah, for you? I have to say so that, you know, like I said, I've been in the industry for like 20 years. So there were multiple stages. But I guess once I was like really like once my career was like really just, you know, going full steam, um, I was more excited about like on camera sex. So I think all, most of my like sexual energy went there and mm. I didn't, wasn't like all that sexually experienced, you know, like I had had sex with a handful of people, but nothing, you know what I mean? Yeah. You found your groove on camera. I, yeah. Like. I was really learning, you yeah. know, and like you're a, lot, a legend. Uh, like, so obviously yeah. the porn you do, like you could tell you're having fun. And I think yeah. for women, women yeah. need to know, women can tell a liar, from 80 miles away if yeah. a woman is faking an orgasm, I yeah. feel. So it's like whenever I talk to my female friends about porn, the main thing that they look for is if the woman's having the best time ever. And they and then the conversation always steers to mostly that's lesbian porn, le- lesbian porn. Um, that's not always true, but I don't that, you that know. What? They Let the viewers think whatever they want, you know, sure. like. Like, it's so funny because a lot of times viewers will take away something from porn that's like very different than what everybody felt on set or what, you know what I mean? And like Mm. nobody, I think now, especially with all the podcasts and everything, everybody wants to see like what's behind the curtain and they want, you know, and like sometimes it's like, you know what, like you don't, you don't need whatever you got away from the scene. That's all that matters, you know, like if you... It's a, you don't need to know. Have you ever tried exactly what was going on? Tried something you know? that you were nervous to try that you were like, "Oh fuck, this could go wrong." Um. So let's. See, I mean, um, like anal just seems like I've been to the ER for anal. What? Uh, like no, I, really? Like, yeah. Like it's How? so delicate, but like you really have to just bleeding, just bleeding. Okay, so you must have torn something. Yeah. So, but like you I had mean, to that go to hospital, like stuff the could, ER well, for that. I was being dramatic. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. I, I was like, did I break Sometime? something? Jordan's I didn't like, know. my ass. Yeah, I all like, the time. Just I just put some, put does it? Put some gauze I mean, on. I just it. didn't know. I was too new. <laughs> And I was, I had, health, I had health insurance. So I was like, let me just go just to make sure. And I literally yeah, live next sure door to ER. It like, is so luxurious. I wonder if like in Canada, everyone's just like always going to the ER. Like yeah. anytime so like their are. ass is bleeding, they're like, I'm going to go. I'm just um, going to go. Famously in Canada, the ER waits are like 10 hours. Yeah. Because yeah. they're just like, because everyone's not? going. Right. They're like, I just, I, you know, why not? Yeah. yeah. But you never had like an oopsies Oop. on um, set? Oh, is that our... A liquid death delivery. Yeah, a liquid death it's delivery. Liquid death time. <laughs> but like the butt, like the butt. Just I do like Santa. I know, right? Look at that. Is that liquid death? Oh, mom's spaghetti. You know, it is a hot day outside. It is so hot. Are they cold? Ish. They were. <laughs> they were. Liquid <laughs> death. Um, the most metal waters. It's, it's there. It's gone. Do you guys want? Well, oh, yeah. yeah. Mike, can we have two? Mike, we got to really get this branding snap, going. Snap, snap, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> thank you very much. There's Thank you. There's always time for a liquid. <laughs> but like, you know, when we film comedy sketches, you know, shit can go awry. You forget your costume or something falls or whatever. And I imagine with sex, like, you know, it's two people and they're bought. And if you get too into it, like I've gotten too into sex privately and i'm like i almost like broke or like you know went yeah, down on it yeah, when i yeah, shouldn't have, do you know I mean, what i mean yeah anything you can imagine happening is you know is most likely happened yeah on a porn set but um yeah uh i mean it's just it's so interesting to think like you know when your industry is to film sex like yo shit could go wrong like any job it like i always forget that. i mean also 
I think a lot of people don't realize, I mean, there's definitely many differences with, you know, the, the budget and the size of the crews and stuff like that. But like making a porn, you are making a movie. So yeah, the similar mishaps that could go wrong in a movie can go wrong, you know, right. in, in a porn, you know, yeah. like, like a set breaking or a, you know, or you I just don't, don't feel like you, doing you it. record something and the audio wasn't on and then you have to record it again, you know, yeah. like footage being lost, but everything is very different now because now, you know, I was very much in porn where every single person who almost, almost everyone who did porn was like on set part yeah. of this, you know, the studio, you know, whatever now, like, like with OnlyFans and all these platforms and stuff, right. you know, the porn industry is is very different. Like I feel like most of the porn taking place now is like on a cell phone and in a hotel room or a bedroom for mm. that matter, you know? So like, yeah, yeah. so it's just very different. And that doesn't mean that the studio stuff isn't also going on, but I feel like, like, um, I it's love just, the it's production. Very different yeah. Like, cause but, I, when I've, I've watched porn DVDs before and you're like, oh yeah, it is nice to just have a nice build up, and they come over usually on the porn sites for me personally, I'll just fast forward to her just getting railed and then I'll come and I'm like, wait, there is a beauty to like watching a movie. Yeah. You well, know? I, look, I spent a, a lot of my yeah. career, you know, directing all these giant productions, you know, and yeah. it's very funny because now my career is like, um, turning on my cell phone and, you know, and, <laughs> and, and putting it on a tripod and, you know, and having sex in, in right. a hotel room or a bedroom, you know, it's, it's a very different, it's a very different thing. And I'm glad I got to experience all that, yeah. right. you know, um, because I think there was some, some very special times, you know, um, and I got to really like experience porn in this, in this crazy, like, big way you yeah know? yeah you were um, there for the explosion of it yeah 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 i get to see like all the different all the different kinds of it um but it is really uh wonderful now to be able to just um simplify it yeah um, as well yeah um, it's nice when you don't need a whole crew there you can just do it yourself yeah yeah um, and and then you really have to be part of this thing going on you know like you have to be part of this uh community mm -hmm. or industry you know like mm -hmm. now like the porn industry is is just so big and so broad and um uh, and it's i don't even know you know it's like it's like creators and I don't right. Know, the, well, it's like with comedians star, yeah. and like YouTubers, right? And is you're that like, how oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. So like sometimes we'll be on the road at a comedy club and there'll be like a YouTuber that has millions of followers and they sold out a show um, on a Sunday night, for example. But then they're, it's not stand up. They're just kind of talk. And so they're figuring out, oh, wait, what do I do on stage? Yeah. How, does, how do I transfer the YouTube audience to a live I show? I feel like it happened with podcasters too. Like, like people would have a podcast that blew up and then suddenly they're... They're like doing stand up, you know, right. But yeah. the stand up kind of feels like a live podcast. I feel like I saw that before. Yeah. Yeah, for know. sure. Anyway, it's there's all different kinds of or somebody just did funny bits on TikTok and now they're doing, you know, so right, I, I sure. get it. It's, it's they find a, it's themselves the on same, stage. And right. They're like, but you all wind up in the same place. And yeah. you're all like, essentially, you're trying to make people laugh, you know, yeah. just like I, I feel like there's some gatekeeping now. And it's kind of funny because I I've I've experienced both. And mm. I really love this era of of the industry. Um I like that I'm, I'm meeting so many new people. Mm -hmm. um, I like that I get to meet up with like Instagram, like models and stuff who would have never been on a porn set. And I, I think a lot of people in the industry, they get mad about that now. Sure. Mm. And they're like, 
oh, these people, like, they hated porn and now they're, like, cashing in on OnlyFans. I'm like, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's good for I mean, it in general. Like, it is a lot more socially acceptable, like, or accepted now, I feel like, to do sex work. Like, finally, people are, like, saying, like, this is sex work in a way that they weren't previously. So I think that's cool. And they're-, they're Are they're, they, though? I think that you guys exist in a pretty sex positive world. Right. You know? I mean, there's a yeah. bit of a regression now. Uh, I but think I mean, as it's gotten more mainstream, there's just as much new interesting yeah. hate as there is. You know what mm. I mean? Like, well, I think people also are like mad because like now it's like, oh, your girlfriend might be doing it. Right, you know, it's yeah. fine when someone else's girlfriend is doing it kind yeah. of an attitude about that. I yeah. can see that. Well, with the gatekeeping, I mean, like, so I think also something that happens more obviously because we have this podcast is we will get a lot of, um, you know, emails about like, I'm thinking of starting sex work. So, but we like really, really can't speak to that or give people advice. So like, how do you know if you're kind of built for sex work or not? Cause you said earlier, like porn's okay, not for honestly, everyone. I think if you have to ask, you're, you're not. probably not built for yeah, it because I, yeah. anyone I know that has like launched and made it like, they just knew. They didn't do that. You right. know? Yeah, there was no doubt. No, for sure. It's almost like they're looking for validation, you know, like they want to hear like, yes, you're pretty enough. Mm, you're strong enough. You're yeah. This, you're that. And, um. And look, there's so many different kinds of, of sex work, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like now it's so easy to get into sex work. I mean, yeah. if somebody's asking about it, it's like, why didn't you just make an OnlyFans page and see what happens? And then why didn't you just not- take your damn top off? Well, there was, there was a, there was yeah, a period. I mean, it's just, it's like, you don't, nobody has to get you in the industry. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you if just you're sitting around and thinking about it, like, mm-hmm. why didn't why didn't you already do it? You mm-hmm. know, like, <laughs> right. And there um, was a, there was a period where a lot of like women were emailing us about the sugar daddy stuff. But then when OnlyFans came out, all those sugar daddy questions went away and they're like, oh, I'm just going to do this. Right. Because this feel this I makes more sense to navigate like this. I kind of have an yeah. idea of how I would want to go about it. Because yeah. OnlyFans are your own boss. Sugar daddy. You got a boss who's you got to talk to some guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's a nothing. If something was that easy, you know, mm-hmm. um, we'd all be, doing I mean, that. obviously a rich guy wants to give his money to someone because, but he's going to want something in return, you know, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. not, they don't just deposit money in your bank account for doing, you know, like, do you really right. want to be on call right. all the time to make somebody feel good? You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, yeah. When you, especially when you put it that way. Like, nope. Yeah. That's kind no of, you know, you. a man for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, you know, there's a limit to that. But look, some people are really good at it. I've had, you know, sugar baby friends and they're just like so good at it. And yeah. yeah. And they the like things it. they say and the things they do. And I'm like, I could, I could not, I am like not nice enough. Totally. It's a different I'm dance. Like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not patient enough. I mean, right now I'm, I'm probably too old to be a sugar baby anyway, but, um, <laughs> but like, I'd see the things they do. I'm like, ah, you have way more patience yeah. than me. You right. Know? Like, <laughs> yeah. God, God bless you. Yeah. I'm like, I, d- I don't me. know if I like, um, yeah. So I, I'm mm-hmm. also curious about like jealousy. Like, do you experience jealousy in, in relationships or in like more so like your life now, like a- after like kind of experiencing this revolution with the porn industry, like as you are in it and stuff, like, do you get jealous? Do you get like, you mean jealous, like, like in a like, relationship? Yeah. Like oh, with okay. your husband yeah. or with like, um, cause Dan Savage talks about this word compersion that I really love. And it's like the opposite of sexual jealousy. It's like being happy that your partner, uh, is fucking somebody else. If that's your arrangement and stuff. 
But I'm just curious, like how I'm always, I always like to hear how people handle it. If that's even something that pops up for you. Yeah. I mean, um, I think everybody wants this like magic, um, answer, you know, Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's very complicated, um, to explain to somebody who, or maybe it's not complicated to explain. It's like really hard to, to translate the feeling, you know, when you're Mm -hmm. in like, when, when sex is your, uh, job. Right. Um, Right. What? Okay. So I, I don't know why the world can't wrap their brain around it. Um, let's, it's, everybody knows, um, that two people who are in a relationship on a TV show, you know, Ross and Rachel or Jim and Pam, you know, for example, on the office, Jim and Pam, not only do they go to work, um, and kiss each other. I mean, granted, there's not like really like hardcore sex, you know, in the (laughs) office, but there are other TV shows where it's like much more intimate, but you know, they had to fall in love. You know, they had to have like tension between each other. They had children Mm -hmm. (laughs) together and they had the entire world just like waiting for them. They had a, a wedding, you know, Mm -hmm. and like, uh, and even like later on relationship issues that they had to solve and everybody's rooting for them. And like everyone in the world knew that like, you know, both of them went home to people who weren't each other, you mm-hmm. know, and even though maybe that was, you know, a little heartbreaking to know sometimes Jim and Pam <laughs> weren't really together, but, yeah. but, you know, we all got it and nobody sat there and, and like antagonized Jim on the internet, you know, like, Oh, how do you, if she was on another TV show, how do you let your, your woman right. like do this? How do you, you people yeah. don't sit there and like with the two of them and be like, how do you guys do it? Like, mm-hmm. how do you guys have this? And, and to me, I think that's like, like, I would think that if I was, you know, Jim or Pam's uh, partner at home, I, I'd sit there and think every once in a while, like, you know, like I, I'm a little uncomfortable about this. Not that I would tell them to stop doing it, but that is like, I think something that's like, like a very like, like they're falling in love with each other and they're mm-hmm. good. You know what I mean? And the, mm-hmm. uh, an element that's of, like more intimate. To it you. is super mm-hmm. intimate and I'm not saying they're doing anything wrong, but like, it just doesn't seem like the world is so like, like can wrap their brain around that, that that right. is normal and that's accepted mm-hmm. and that's okay. And these are both people doing their jobs. Right. <laughs> but right. when it comes to porn, no one can seem to say it that way. You know yeah. what I mean? No, the world just doesn't see it that way. And I get it. There is a difference between, you know, uh, act you know holding your hand and having a you know but it's like it kind of comes from the same like you know you have a point though because i mean on movies people are always like leaving you know husbands and wives for each other like angelina yeah yeah probably more frequently than in porn but also together on set you know like let it's like it's like how can you not understand you know Were there times when I got jealous? I don't really know if jealousy is the right word. Um, there were definitely times I got um, angry, you know. Yeah. Or well, if you upset. felt you were being disrespected or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. And that usually, you know, look, as my husband got, you know, a bigger and bigger, you know, name in porn. Like, yeah, there were women who actively tried. Oh, tried to, to bone. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that was a tough situation for me because... There was nothing I could 
I could really say, you know, like in the regular right. world, you could be like, get off my man, you know, but like, I wasn't going to do that. I was a porn director. Like I wasn't going to start fights with right. female yeah, talent. Yeah. And also like if that yeah. girl like went to set that day and felt like they had a really emotional connection, like that's going to make the scene better. And like, she should continue to feel that way. Mm. It's a very anyway, healthy outlet. That's really healthy yeah, way to look so at that, it. That would get a little bit um, complicated sometimes. Um, but you know, I think with any relationship, jealousy really stems from when your relationship's not good. You know, like if your relationship is not good, you're going to be scared or mad or upset when mm-hmm. your partner is is doing anything with anyone else because there's like a void there that they could they could fill. Or if you don't have like a strong foundation, like if you've been dating someone for years and they just don't want to like move in with you or they don't want to, you know, they don't want to take it to the next level where you feel like they have one foot in and one foot out. Like you're going to be jealous. What can make you work through those things is having this foundation together. It's like, okay, well maybe he, you know, was definitely looking at this girl a little too much, but we have this home together or we have this, or we have these plans together, you know? So I think, um, what would get us through any of these like uncomfortable moments, which did come up, um, not all the time, you know, I'd have to say like, you know, it was much, much less frequently than, you know, every was every once in a while. Um, and when they would come up, it was like, what would just get me out of the, you know, the, the, the anxiety that I would experience was just, you know, um, being reminded of the, uh, foundation that we shared together. And I think that's the same for, for any relationship. And I, I don't, it's like, I feel like anytime a girl is jealous, like, it's for a reason. And I feel like men teach women like that means you're crazy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like almost every time a girl like had this like crazy feeling, like Mm. they're usually right. And whether that means the guy was being wrong or the girl was, you know, like sometimes I would get these uncomfortable feelings and like, you know, even my husband would be like, what are you talking about? No, like that girl, like she, she doesn't want anything. She just, you know, and I'm like, "Mm, you know, and then it would turn out like, like three weeks later, it's like, she's like, you know, Oh, so, so do you enjoy, you know what I mean? Like yeah. anytime Sometimes I'd have guys a hunt, can be yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it's okay. Whatever. Like, yeah, um, I, of- I, I don't like the word jealousy because like it makes like women, um, think like, like there's a button they can turn off. You know, like sometimes those feelings are real and you should pay attention to them. Or yeah, if you're yeah. having those feelings all the time, like that's a toxic relationship. Right. And you mm. guys shouldn't be together. And, and uh, I think about know? like stories we hear a lot about like, oh, uh, my male partner is jealous. And a lot of times that's like, a, you know, a lot of times can be um, possessive, abusive, abusive and controlling. Yeah, like, really. Totally. And, you know, it's it's so interesting. I think society looks at jealousy on a man's part differently than the way it looks at jealousy in a woman's totally. part. And like Corinne has pointed out a lot of times, like with emails or some uh, people asking for advice, they're telling us the situation. And then really what's happening, and I didn't see it at first, was the guy was pitting the women against each other yeah. and just sitting back going, nice. And I'm right. Like, oh, and they're excited. Like, you. look at these women fighting over yeah, me. Yeah, right? You know, like yeah. they know what they're what they're doing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Um, yeah. And I think as you get older and then you, you just learn what you're okay with and what you're not okay with, totally. you know, in, in relationships and you're more and comfortable your with yourself. Are. Yeah. You're more comfortable with yourself and you just, you know, you learn to communicate better. And I, I, I think, I think jealousy happens a lot when somebody agrees to, uh, terms in a relationship that they're just not okay with, you know, mm. Wh- whatever those terms are like, you yeah. know, 
in your heart, you know, what you're okay with and you're if not you're okay with, yourself. you know, like, yeah. like I've known women who are like, oh yeah, like, you know, dating a rock star or something. And they're like, I'm totally fine with you not being home for eight months at a time. Like, <laughs> and I'm then, totally, I think it's awesome. Like I'm an independent, you know, and then like they know deep down inside <laughs> they they're not going to be, into a, it. Yeah. yeah. And then they, <laughs> they start agreeing to things that they know they're not okay with, yeah. you know? And then like, I think as you get older, you just learn like what, what you can agree mm-hmm. to and what you can't agree to and what kind of relationship you want and what kind you know, you don't want. And there, there was a period of time where I really thought because I, I identified with that community and I liked what they said and sounded good on paper. Like I was like, I am Polly or mm. I am like a swinger. I am this. And then like, I started to realize like, no, I'm not like, right. I'm not okay with any of that. And I'm okay with, with, you know, with work, you yeah. know, but like, when you're a swinger, you know, you have other relationships so that are not bringing in money to the household. I right, right. You think about it totally differently. I mean, you're just having another relationship because you want another relationship. You know, right. I can, I'm not okay with that, you know, more power to them. But yeah, it's like, I, I like to, um, you know, and would, it, would that be different if I wasn't in the industry? You know, like I, I have had the privilege mm. and the pleasure of like being able to fuck so many people while having a husband and it's all okay. If, if that, if that wasn't the case would, you know, but I think it would be more like, you know, um, I, I like experiencing those things like with a partner, but a therapist did tell me that's still monogamy. Cause I was like, I yeah. remember trying to mm. explore this and I was like, yeah, I'm, I like having like threesomes and like, I like going to sex parties and like whatever, but I like wanted do that like with my partner you know and she's like that's sure. still monogamy yeah so, oh according on, to you know going like, on a sexual venture together with your partner right. is so bonding and even when it's there's like, other people involved oh, yeah. honestly like i yeah, yeah. and uh, well, that led me to like something else i wanted to ask you about with kink because um like i i turned i had jealousy issues which for me insecurity oh, i'm not good enough kind of thing but i kind of turned it on its head and i was like what if i and i'm like a huge cuck I love watching, like I masturbate to my boyfriend having sex with somebody, like the idea of it. And I'm like, oh, it's so Have interesting. Have you guys done it? Um, with my last partner, we would do it often and I mm-hmm. loved it. And it was so, so fun. It, yeah, it was, it made me, and it made me so close with him. I'm like, oh my God, I love you so much after we That's did this awesome. like, really kinky thing. Lucky guy. Yeah. Lucky guy. And, um, <laughs> and uh, so people that are interested in, I think kink is such a beautiful part of sex. Um, it help. it can be like therapeutic in a way. Um, and so I'm curious, like, what have you learned about kink? Like do's and don'ts maybe for people that are interested in it, but don't know where to start. Um, I mean, yeah, like, you know, I think, um, you know, you just got to listen to yourself. Right. But there's so many different kinds of kinks, you know, right. like if you, if you're talking about like kinks that require like, you know, equipment, <laughs> like bondage, totally. and you, you, got, you need to do that with someone experienced. And I, you know, yeah. I'm, I, like I said, I'm privileged or whatever that I, I've been able to do that stuff with people who are professional. So I felt very safe, yeah. you know? Yeah. You um, can do a trust fall. That's and nice. Yeah. I don't, and I don't know. I mean, a lot of like hardcore BDSM, like that's very, that's very complicated stuff yeah. that you can actually like really get physically I guess, hurt, you know? Totally. So that's a whole other thing. And like, I don't know, I've never done that. Like, 
even like, like some, so, you know, I can so think I've of been like, very lucky that I've been able to be tied up by people who tie people up for a living. That right. Know exactly. How it to does do make it. a difference. For not one second was I worried, like, you know, that yeah. I can't get out of here. Go, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got tied up once so, in a sex club and I was like, oh, you know what you're doing. This yes. Yes. So that's good. This yeah, is so fantastic. That's, but that even is like good, to yeah. a lot of couples who consider themselves vanilla, like something kinky could be, I want you to order. I want you to tell me to crawl around the floor in high heels. Like that could be kinky too. Like it doesn't have to be the more advanced levels. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I think people just have to find a, you know, if you're with a partner you're comfortable with and like, you just kind of, you just got to say what's on your mind, you know? Yeah. But, um, or like, if you're just like, you, you're very like into that kink, then you should like go out and find people specifically for that kink. Once you're like an advanced level yeah, of, yeah, kink, yeah. of kinkness, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you, what's your kink? Do you have a kink, like a certain kink that you're my kink? I mean, I like, I like having all kinds of sex, you know, um, it's, it's, that's hard. That's hard to say, you know, I mean, anal's not like a kink, you Could know, be. I mean, I, I'd have to say of, of the scenes I've done, I really have, I like the, um, I, I've, I always really enjoyed my more challenging scenes you know like i think the most fun i ever had was like doing gang bangs stuff that like that so mm-hmm. you know because it's yeah. in, you know it, and it, I, I said earlier i'm a marathon runner the first marathon i ran i was like it was like this felt like a gang bang you know like it's just this like energy and this like rush you know and totally. s- somewhere in the middle of it you're like I don't know if I'm going to make it. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. And then you push through and you're like, I can do it. It's so accomplished. I can do it. You're an athlete. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I guess I, I guess you're I do. a sexual athlete. A sexual athlete. Yeah. And when I did do BDSM, somebody told me that, oh, you're like a, like a, like a physical, they had a name for it. It's like, I, there was no like, um, it's like I wanted to see how far I could go, you know, yeah. not because I necessarily had like a kink for pain. I just I got like a just kink for like <laughs> for like taking it to the top. I don't know. <laughs> Is that weird? No, I, I think that actually makes it more like, understandable. I'm, I I'm yeah. now more interested in gangbangs because you described uh, it that way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like it's like. Also very good for an ADHD person. You're like, I have so much to pay attention to <laughs> right that's now. Fun, I can't saying. stop paying attention. What is extremely I have to stimulating. This. I have to do this. I have to like, I can't let, you know, I, to me, it felt like, like a video game where you're like, I need to keep all of these dicks hard at all times. Like if anyone starts going down, I have to like, I have to like pay more attention to Get this on one. And then I have to do that. Hmm. It was like my goal. You yeah. Know? You're bouncing around. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it's my goal to make sure everybody here feels like the only one in the room. Mm. Ooh. That, that's pretty, you know? Wow. Yeah. That's power. That's, yeah. 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 That's beautiful. Pretty exciting. Yeah. You know? <laughs> have you ever orchestrated a gangbang not to film like for you? You know, I have so not, and I know people have, um, and that is like so respectable because yeah. it is even hard to orchestrate with a One bunch of professionals. Of you right. know what I mean? It's, it's a very difficult thing to plan <laughs> and execute. Um, I, I remember, um, wow. Like I remember once doing this signing at a porn store in Florida, of course, I love um, how your voice dropped. Yeah. <laughs> and 
I kept like people kept coming in and like going somewhere at the signing, you know, and I was like, where are they going? Anyway, I was there for a while and talked to the owner and then looked at the website and figured it out. Basically, this store was like a meetup um, for like where fantasies could happen. And people would post on this like store's message board, like my fantasy is this. And there was like, I'm not joking. I was there on a night where this woman who was like in her 60s, it was her fantasy to get gangbanged. And like guys were like showing up. That makes me so They basically, so they post on there, like, this is what I want. And like, I guess they had like these booths and like, I don't know, rooms where you can make it happen. I was like, whoa, that really excited me more than anything else. I was like, these people are so horny. They really like went out of their way. Like not only was this woman horny, like all these random guys like showing up, you know, they're just like, I'm here like to gangbang this woman on my Saturday night. Like that is what I want to do right now you know yeah. like that's so awesome that's a bold move you man know? you could have just sat at home <laughs> masturbating to porn but you didn't you got out he got out you of got the, off house the couch to like make you got this your woman's dream come true like that's so awesome 60 that's, that's dope feminism. yeah she was in her 60s i was like what an icon <sighs> you know yeah for real oh <laughs> that would give me so much hope that's awesome. a hero and all the men who showed up those are the real heroes. Really, truly. <laughs> all different kinds, you so know, giving. all different kinds. Yeah, really. Very big age gap there, you know. It's like for them. Yeah, yeah there's something for, them. for everyone. There something really for everyone. is. You think no, a person's not going to be into the thing you're into. You just got to start talking. You just got to start surprised. talking. Yeah. You know, like life is too short. You don't want to be, you know, in your 60s and, and be like, and yeah, be I like, I, I, I wish I did this. I yeah. wish I did this, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Have that gangbang. Have that gangbang. Mm-hmm. You can make it happen. Yeah. Probably in Florida, but like you can make definitely, it happen. Definitely in Florida, <laughs> definitely but also Florida. probably else. Florida and Ohio, I feel like I you're going to have There's not a lot luck. to do. There's not a lot to do. I feel like right. if you tried to do that in New York, I'm going to be like, you know, I'm busy on this weekend. I'm busy. Hard to in this schedule. Week. You know, like ah, I'm working that night. Like it's going to be really hard to schedule. Right. Like people in New York have like a lot going on. They have small apartments. Yeah. You know, yes, it's going to be It's going to be Logistically difficult. difficult. <laughs> That's a good point too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything that you wish, uh, because we're wrapping up now, but is there anything that, uh, you wish people knew about you that they, that you feel like they don't, or they always like overlook a certain part of you, of who Aww, you are? That's very sweet. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I put a lot of myself out mm-hmm. there, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't really know. That's a tough one to say. Um, I guess if I really want somebody to know something about me, I can just tell it, tell it to the world. You're very, you're you open. Know? Yeah. I'm like an open book. <laughs> That's good. So you feel, and you That's feel awesome. understood. Yeah. Yeah, That's I do. I'm, I'm really just like, I'm very fortunate to have my fans, you know, um, very, very happy that they've, uh, been here with me this long on this, uh, journey. Yeah. You know, Quite it's, a it's, journey. it's really awesome. Um, and uh, yeah, and it's great. That's beautiful. Um, so where can we find more of you? What would you like to promote? Um, yeah, you, you like can find more of me on, um, you know, Instagram is Joanna Angel. Twitter, Joanna Angel. They're both verified accounts. Please don't talk to you like a fake one. TikTok, Joanna Angel X. And um, yeah, you could see all my new content. Talk to me, hang out with me, whatever, on my OnlyFans, OnlyFans.com. Slash join angel. Um, 
you know, come, come find me. I'm there. And I'm, I'm, I don't know. People think, I guess a, a thing I want everyone to know, like I'm not retired, you know, <laughs> people like think they see me doing a podcast and they're like, are you retired? You know, they yeah. see that I don't live in LA anymore. Uh, like, Are you retired? Uh, okay. You know, like everything. When I remember when I, when I wrote my, you know, when I, my first book was published. So like, are you retired? It's like, no, but it's like porn stars can do other things, you For know, sure. like just because I like outdoor activities and you're right. camping you know. and they're like, are you Wait, retired? You're, yeah. doing, you're doing something that isn't fucking. Yeah. What, you what is going on? You must, fu- yeah. You must be retired and you must have a traumatic story to go along with it. <sighs> right, you know? Right. So I am not retired. I still have sex with everyone, you know, yeah. men, women, people of all genders, people yeah. of all ethnicities. Yeah. <laughs> Very much not retired. Girl, girl, boy, girl. I, yeah, I do. I do it all. Um, you can, you know, you can find it most of it on my OnlyFans. Yes. Beautiful. Thank you so much for doing the show. Thank, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys. This you. is, this is really fun. And, um, yeah, in my next venture in life, I really do want to see if I can do comedy. So maybe you guys can, can help me with that. Absolutely. I mean, I really got, do. I have so much goals. respect for comedians, you know, like it's, that is a tough thing to do. Yeah. And it's, I think it's so important to laugh. Yes. It is so important it's vital to make for the world laugh. I think it's so important. It's like gotten me through every tough time. When somebody makes me laugh, it's like, it just, it gets me out of any bad mood, you know? Oh yeah. Nothing it's so like important it. to laugh at yourself too. Very. That's the most. That's, <laughs> that is vital. It's that vital. vital. We can all use I don't more trust people when they can't laugh at themselves. Yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah. That's a, it's a mark of insecurity usually. Totally. Yeah. Right. So we'll see. TV. And what's your new podcast called? Oh, yeah. I have a podcast. And I need you guys to rate dicks. <laughs> yes. I need oh, you guys to rate dicks. Let's rate dicks. Yeah. You can, but um, we'll we'll keep it uh, a surprise. So I'm going to send you dicks mm-hmm. and you okay. can do like a one minute um, rating. I mean, you can really go for as long as you want, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. Podcast is called Just the Tips. You can find it everywhere that podcasts are found. And our Instagram is Just the Tips XO. But yeah, I'm going to send you guys some dicks. And see what you have to say about it. Them. Do you no want to see like a really small dick? Do you want to see oh, a I big see dick? All of it. You want I want to see all, all of the dicks. I want to see it. Yeah. I, I, you know what? Honestly, I would like to see a unique dick. I feel like every dick besides like the length has been kind of oddly similar. I would like to see a I unique wrote, dick. We got a lot of different kinds of dicks. Okay, in perfect. My arsenal, so amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you so much. This has been guys. We fucked the anti slut shaming podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. Thank you. One, two, three, four. Guys We Fucked is presented by Luminary. Created and hosted by Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson. Editing and music coordination by Mike Coscarelli. Theme song by Rob Patterson and Jake Kozen. Suck my wet ass pussy. <laughs> Christina said to cut that before, but now it's in there. Yeah, let's keep it. Who cares? My big bag of cows, making small talk with Jonathan. I should have went to the chip shop with Stephen and Dan.
This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 